Hi there! Welcome to episode 153 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. The end of the NES's life was peppered with some incredibly ambitious and interesting games. Sunsoft in particular was firing on all cylinders on the platform, even though most players had moved on to 16-bit machines. As a result, some of these gems are incredibly rare, including today's game. Ride around on some stars, because today we listen to the music of Gimmick for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Well, hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. Welcome back. Welcome back indeed. Yes. Summer vacation is over. Today is the first day that my kids are in school for a full day. Oh. The half days for the last two days. Now it's a... Uh, they're in there. They're in there. <laughs> <laughs> Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Got the... Got the basement all to myself here, and there's no uh, pitter-patter of little feet running around, so I can finally have the time to actually record the podcast again, and uh, I'm, I'm very, very excited to be back. Fantastic. I am, too. I I didn't realize uh, kind of how necessary, uh, maybe necessary is too big a word, I don't want to put too much on your shoulders or, or anyone <laughs> else's, but kind of how necessary doing this show is to me. I... I I tend to, uh, what do you say, pull away. I tend to kind of be a recluse, and talking to you and 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 exposing myself to new music and stuff is uh, really kind of like my my life's blood. Uh, so having this back is like, ooh, like a nice hoodie for the fall weather that's coming. <laughs> I can't yes. wait. Oh, fall weather! <laughs> I'm beyond oh. excited. Now I feel the exact same way. Not not doing this podcast all summer has been a. Uh, trying like i still have stone age gamer yeah. which is nice but uh we just got back uh to this week's episode uh last week i think we did the first new episode of that uh, all summer uh this is back and then um next week we're recording our first episode of turning tracks Ooh. which is uh also very exciting so i'm so excited it does stink to be uh down to one episode a month of wave back but yep. we're we're kind of day on the same schedule of doing yeah. this and turning tracks so well i think i think i speak for the both of us when i say uh yeah i agree we're down one one from wave back but we're coming to you with a new serving and i i think it's going to be just as good i think so too because as i'm video game music is my primary the my my is my soul i love video game <laughs> music to death but i also love non-video game music a lot and yep. I've spent years, a couple of years now, sharing my favorite video game music with everybody, uh, and it's been extremely fun listening to your picks and learning about, uh, you know, other stuff that I wouldn't have listened to otherwise. But uh, I think, in terms of non-video game music, I have so very much more to learn. Mm-hmm. And with our musical tastes being as different as they are, I think it's going to be a a really interesting podcast that's going to go back and forth stylistically pretty wildly, and that's extremely fun to me that to, yeah to at the very least learn to appreciate some music that i uh wouldn't normally listen to and oh, hopefully I'm... do the same to you uh I, I feel absolutely the same way pretty much almost exactly what you said although video game music isn't my go-to choice i have learned to really appreciate a lot of the stuff that's there that i've always just considered background or even <laughs> even unintentionally ignored um so uh, you know i say this a lot with this show it's always been very great and eye-opening and i love being exposed to new music but moreover i like talking about music with people there's something about music that uh, is so personal to people as you said you learn a lot about you know the person and and their sensibilities so to speak when it comes to you know that emotional connection um i'm really looking forward to honestly you and i i think are eclectic uh listeners but obviously you know our mainstays are very different so i'm very curious to hear the stuff that i would probably listen to if i just gave it time like or i should say gave it the time of day Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh and (laughs) and you know i've i've brought up you know stuff i listened to in in past episodes and things like that so i i'm pretty sure everyone has an idea of what I'm going to do, but I can't wait for those really uh, <laughs> left of center episodes where, you know, I, I drop something in like, oh, by the way, I'm a huge fan of X and <laughs> and listeners are going to be like, wait, the metal guy is not doing metal. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be, I, I can't wait. I'm just, I'm just so, so excited for this. And, and of course, 
our fans. I, I, I can't wait to share this stuff with you guys and then just have you guys, you know, come back and, and you know, have those conversations. It's, I, yeah. I, to, to say that I've been excited for this day, period, just to record again <laughs> is an overstatement. But to be excited for everything that's coming is... Yeah, same here. And this particular episode, I'm, I'm just beyond jazzed about because I, I really love this game. Uh, and its music is really sensational considering the platform. This is a late NES game that they did some really cool cool sound tricks with. So um, let's get to work, shall we? Yes, sir. Matt, hit us with some history. Ah, uh, been waiting to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gimmick was released in Japan in January 1992 and never saw an official U.S. release. The only other territory to get the game was Scandinavia, where it was released as Mr. Gimmick and had a somewhat different soundtrack thanks to the cartridge not containing the same sound expansion chip as the Famicom release. Gimmick is a 2D platforming game where you control Yumatero, a little green guy who was mistakenly purchased at a toy store as a birthday gift. The little girl he was bought for somehow gets sucked into another dimension and you travel through this world to save her. It was designed with some advanced programming techniques in order to be able to compete with the fancy new 16-bit games of the time, and the resulting game is quite a sight to behold by NES standards. Thanks to its limited release, though, the game has become an incredibly sought-after rarity, fetching absurd sums in all its officially released forms. Fortunately for us all, though, Gimmick is getting its first official U.S. release on modern platforms later this year, and I cannot recommend it enough. The game is fantastic. As it is, its uh, music was composed by Masashi Kageyama. He is apparently currently a jazz musician and photographer, but his video game credits include compositions for other Japan-exclusive games like Outlive, Benki Gaiden, and Purumi Purumi. Strangely enough, there was a recent official remake of Gimmick called Exact Mix, with some cool-sounding remade music as well, but unfortunately, I can't even find a rip of Sen soundtrack anywhere, since the game is only officially available on the Exa Ar EX Arcadia arcade system, which is freaking weird because it's a system I have never even heard of before. I don't... If you've never heard of it, <laughs> imagine how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, do you have any personal history with Gimmick? <laughs> have you ever even heard of this game before? No, I've never heard of this game before. The only thing I could think to to even fill in the void of of dead air for my lack of knowledge of this game is to say that the the minute I read the word gimmick, I think of wrestling. <laughs> and that is the word they use for a wrestler's character. It's his or her gimmick. Mm -hmm. So Back to you in the studio, Chris. <laughs> well, let's see. I um, I was a big fan. Uh, I love Sunsoft games. You know, I'm a big Blaster Master fan. Uh, and when they released a game called Euphoria the Saga for Wii Virtual Console, I was kind of blown away by it. A friend of mine named Sal, uh, he was helping me set up Raspberry Pi, and he was like, you got to try this. Do you have a, a good copy of Mr. Gimmick? And I said I had never even heard of the game before, and so he sent me a couple of different ROM files for it. Uh, one based on Mr. Gimmick and one based on Gimmick. And uh, he said, make sure you play the, this specific one uh, that's designed to work properly on uh, your EverDrive, and this will uh, give you the proper sound of the way the game's supposed to sound. And it was, uh, it was pretty mind-blowing. This game's really freaking good. It's, uh, you know not quite an exploratory metroid style thing it's it's you know straight up stage based but it's it's a really quite a looker for an nes game it's incredibly charming uh and the music sounds ridiculously cool uh i beat the game uh, over the course of a couple of days um it's not that hard to beat once you get the hang of it but it is really hard to properly beat because um kind of like ghosts and goblins you beat the game and they're like okay uh now start over but do it right this time <laughs> Like uh, I, I, I. First of all, I never beat Ghosts and Goblins, but for them to be so condescending like that is just a slap in the face. What do you mean, beat it right this time? <laughs> this one is less of a, a less of a jerk move than Ghosts and Goblins because this one isn't like, all right, now beat the whole game again, but use this really stupid weapon to do it. This one is like, all right, there's a bunch of hidden stuff in every stage. You may have found one at some point, but in every stage, there's one hidden item in a hidden room. 
find all those things, and you can fight the final boss. So you don't actually have to beat the game twice. If you know where all, if you find them all in your first go, then right. you're good to go. So, but if you beat the game without finding those special things, it sends you back to the beginning to find all those special items. I've never found all the special items; they're pretty hard to get. Um, mm. But since the game's coming out on the modern platform soon with like rewind feature, I'm definitely going to dedicate the time to, to properly finishing this game because it's okay. really stinking good. <laughs> so I guess it is time to get to work. Um, yes, sir. The first song we have, uh, let's see, I put the title screen music, which is called Good Morning. That's going to be what we kick off the episode with. Very nice, nice little tune. Um, so the first one we're going to listen to is the stage one theme. It's called Happy Birthday. Um, the sta- It's your typical platformer stage ones, blue skies and white clouds, uh, except the ground you know, isn't green grass. It's like weird, colorful toy looking stuff, but it's, uh, it's pretty darn cool. It's a very fun and uplifting tune and it definitely gives you a taste of what we're talking about when in terms of sound quality with this game being um kind of a step above your average nes title as far as instrument quality and just how deep the depths of sound is is really quite impressive so here is stage one happy birthday enjoy Okay, and that was Happy Birthday, Stage 1 from Gimmick. Now, that's specifically Gimmick, not Mr. Gimmick. Uh, that's the, the, the deeper sound that I was talking about. What'd you make of that one? Um, first of all, Happy Birthday. I oh, love the name. Thank you. <laughs> Aw, shucks, right? Uh, no, <laughs> I love the name because obviously the storyline is this, this uh, character was purchased for someone's birthday. You know, because out of con, when I when I was reading the track list, I was like, "Happy birthday!" What the? Okay, this is weird, but <laughs> in context, makes total sense. Um, I love it actually. It it gives me like a very strong um, like Mega Man vibe, and I think it's because that lead synth, and it has the same kind of um, reverbish. Just made up a word, reverby. <laughs> I'll give you a second one for free. Um, tonal quality to it, like I think it's the same. Oh, what's that Mega Man song? Uh, of course, I can't. It's, I hear it in my head, and I, I can't identify it. But it sounds just like it. And um, at any rate, it reminds me of a very specific Mega Man song. All right, but but in the best possible way, right? Because I love the Mega Man soundtracks. Um, but this is really good, though. I actually really like that part where it kind of dips off into Zello bassline, like do 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 do. Yeah, that <laughs> really very- fuzzy. Um, that was a the Sunsoft thing, like making that really fuzzy bass. I think the first mm-hmm. first game I ever heard in was Batman: Return of the Joker, but like they used it a mm. lot in, in their later games. 
Yeah, I like the Sunsoft sound, honestly. There's there's a lot of charm to it. And I don't mean that to be like, oh, you know, you've got a great personality. <laughs> no, like, there's a lot of great charm to to their their sound. But this especially is uh, is another one that's charming. Like, it's it's cool. I like it. Yeah, I I, uh, I love this tune. It got, got stuck in my head pretty quick when I first played <laughs> it, which, you know, go figure. This is totally up my alley, this specific... Uh, kind of happy, jaunty video game adventure music. Um, and it just, it, it fits the stage really well. It gives you a, a kind of a, a good feeling about the relatively lighthearted nature of the, the adventure ahead of you. It is a, a somewhat challenging game, but it has a lot of really interesting methods of speedrunning because the way you attack in the game is you summon this star above your head and you throw it and it bounces around. And that can be used as a projectile, so you have to, like, throw it at an angle downwards. Kind of like throwing the the vegetables in Mario 2. But since it bounces all over the place, you can ride it. So if you throw it against a wall and it bounces back, you can then jump on it like bubble bobble and get to higher platforms. Or if you can throw it in the right direction, like, in certain stages there's, like, lots of hills where it can gain inertia, where you can just throw a star land on it and then just skip tear through like half a level if you're good enough to land on your star and ride it through a a bunch of the stage that sounds exactly like why you can't find those items as you're (laughs) you're tearing it you know tearing uh tearing it up going through the through the stages you're just like i'm the king of the world it's real hard to actually pull it off to jump on your own star sometimes, but man, if you can do it, it's 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 a really <laughs> really impressive. Watching speedrunners of this game is really quite impressive. But anyway, back to back to business. I yes. I love that song, and I want to listen to more. So yeah. let us move on to the next track. Absolutely. This song is called "Good Weather." It is for the stage two theme, which, um, if I remember correctly, is a pirate ship. Ooh. Is this the pirate ship or is this the woods? I think that's. I think this is the pirate ship. I think the second level is the pirate ship. The third level is the woods. But yes, let's go with that. It's been a little while since I've played it. Either way, this is a great song. So here is "Good Weather" from Gimmick. Enjoy. Good weather, the stage two theme from Gimmick, and I love it. <laughs> it it's, it's so, kinda, yeah, it's so happy and jolly like you. It, but it's it's I'm fairly certain this is the pirate ship stage because it's got it that is. more tropical sound to it. Like it's got that kind of tropical vibe to it. It's not using those traditional instruments that you would associate with that, like the steel drum or anything. But just right. the the general cadence of the song has that more tropical feel, and it's a. Uh, it's I 
it's got such cool drums like i love the uh, <laughs> i love the uh, the the complexity of the drums in it it's got a great bass line it's got a really good groove it's a it's a fun tune i love it yeah I, i'm glad you brought up the uh the cadence and the kind of i guess uh timbre of the track um i was gonna say it is definitely the um the pirate stage i, I kind of took a quick peek on the internet uh, or i should say the pirate ship mm-hmm. um and yeah, there's like the first thing that comes to mind is like Jimmy Buffett. How Jimmy Buffett, you know, not necessarily the the lead guitar or anything, but kind of how the whole overall band has what's become like the tropical vibe, that really like laid back kind of stuff. Um, so that was the first thing that came to mind. Second thing was absolutely the drumming. I'm very, uh, I don't want to say blown away, like, oh my God, you could do that. But like, I, I was very taken aback at like some of the complexity of it, you know, for an NES, um, an NES release. Because, you know, nine times out of 10, it's usually like the four on the floor, real simple, you know, kick snare, hi-hat maybe. But like, you're getting some real like Tom work tom action in there yeah they and really put a impressive. lot of thought into making it intricate and there is a lot of that kind of stuff in some of the best nes music but like these specific drum samples are so cool sounding and very uniquely sunsoft i just i just love the way it comes together oh absolutely it, that's a you know it's a fun track honestly yeah who doesn't like good weather <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, This is, I believe, the forest stage. And then after this, I'm not really going to remember what the stages are. So (laughs) I know (laughs) I I remember the first three levels really well. And then after that, it gets pretty blurry because I've played the first couple of levels a lot. And then, like, I've done the back half of this game maybe twice in my life. uh, And I just I just don't remember it that well. And I haven't jumped back into it because it's being re-released. And I want to jump back into it then instead of... Uh, firing it up now. But anyway, this uh, this track is called Slow Illusion, um, and it is uh, it's similar to the first two in, I guess, overall style, but it's got a little bit uh, more of a laid-back tone to it, which is pretty nice. So this is Slow Illusion. Enjoy. <laughs> from gimmick for the famicom and <laughs> i love that one too i love that one so very much that uh god the way that song kind of comes together with the um the, the, the i guess the kind of deconstructed ending of it there like before the loop the way that whole thing comes together with that uh i guess the I want to say I don't want to say reggae exactly, but like playing on the upbeats that kind of like would, would theoretically be the guitar playing on the upbeats. Um, the way it kind of pieces together there, I love the way that all sounds. Um, I love the 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 snare sample just feels feels like it hits so perfectly in this track, and I just I love this tune. 
Yeah, I gotta. I don't know where to begin there because you said a, you said a couple of things that uh, I have to agree with. That snare. So I'm a I'm a big fan of of the snare drum. <laughs> um, no, but I'm a I'm a really big fan of well placed snares, and um, I think you guys will see that down the road uh, when we get into the other thing. Um, but this sits really really well. Like you you said reggae, it definitely has the 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 timing and the tempo and the stylist uh this i guess the stylistic intentions are certainly there so of course that that snare sits in like an open pocket for it to just be prominent fantastic choice um i love how before that part it it swells and it becomes just kind of this uh i don't know <laughs> just symphonic masterpiece if you will yeah, it, it really just it it all comes together so brilliantly with that. Yep. Right then, it just changes the just brings that nice major chord key to. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> the drum the drums solidify and they go yeah. away from that reggae part to just kind of like a simple, you know, rock beat maybe or a pop beat. I don't know, but it's and then it kind of tapers off with that little crystalline sound right back into the, the that reggae bit it's fantastic it's it's a great piece i love this actually i, I really like this a lot <laughs> awesome awesome all right let's keep going uh next up is the stage four theme uh it's called paradigm and this one um i mean i'll remember it as soon as i hit play but i don't remember what this <laughs> song is so it's, we're, we're we're all in the good fun territory now so here's paradigm <laughs> the stage four theme from gimmick enjoy Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big shift there. What'd you think of that one? Oh, it's it's certainly a huge shift in um, tone, um, you know, kind of tone of music, mm-hmm. not tonal quality though. That's absolutely still there. I dig this a lot. Um, it's a bit of a darker, more um, drum heavy. Uh, what's the word? It's like a pulse. I don't want to say pulse pounding, but there's like a a bit of a pulse to it, like. Uh, some, I don't know, like a little bit of urgency. I've, I know I've spoken about this a bunch of times before with different tracks where, you know, the the music will give agency to like, ah, uh, this is uh, ah, uh, you know, or you know, uh, sh- shake up your anxiety a wee bit. This mm. is light on that, but in like the best possible way. Um, mm. I really dig, kind of everything that's going on here, but I, I don't know that I could specifically put a finger this baseline though is pretty freaking killer yeah the baseline is pretty cool yeah I like they dig this whole uh dig this whole track as well it's definitely much darker um and i think you're gonna get a bit more of that going forward Woo! um <laughs> you know it starts off very you know happy go lucky it's weird right the, the secret final boss of this game is like that when you when you get all the items is like a dude with a lightsaber. It's really <laughs> jarring because you're 
Because you're like, and when I say a dude, I mean like a realistically proportioned dude with a lightsaber, and you're this little green dude who throws stars. It's like so stylistically bizarre. Um, but uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Let's move on to, to Lionheart. The uh, next track we're going to listen to is the Stage 5 theme. It's called Lionheart. And I think it is of a similar ilk, if uh, my memory serves me right. Which, uh, who knows? Maybe it's going to be bright and bubbly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, stylistically speaking, if I can interject for a second, it makes sense because, you know, you start with this idea of happy birthday. You were meant as a present and then you're, you know, uh, per- the, you're, you're human is then pulled into a weird interdimensional thing, and now you have to traverse it, and as you go down the rabbit hole, it just gets darker and darker and darker. darker and more dangerous, yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's go ahead and give a listen to Lionheart. Enjoy. Lionheart stage five theme. I really like the way that one comes together too. Like the um the beginning part of it is very unassuming. Like it's just like dread, 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 dread. And then the kind of way it sort of melodically comes together, I think is just super effective. Love it. Absolutely. Um I think this is now my favorite track so far. And I love that it's named Lionheart for all you wrestling fans out there. Uh, nice, uh, you know, Chris Jericho reference. But um, that aside, I agree with you. It, it opens up kind of unassumingly with that, you know, deep kind of, you know, uh, tone, and then um, and then it comes together in this really beautiful piece of music. Uh, again, it kind of does the same thing that the last track did, where it, it's got like, you know, let's say it's verse, and then but its chorus is like this really well put together piece of like orchestral i'm like listening to it and two things are popping into my mind one is i would love to hear a like a four or five piece you know rock band cover this because i know that would just crush and then the next one is i'd love to hear like you know is it a eight bit band eight bit big band i would love to hear them cover this because they would crush it too because there's there's elements in there that i'm like oh those are all trumpets you know and right there that's the, you know, uh, I don't know, saxophones would be great here. You know, now I'm like, I'm like making orchestral, you know, suggestions here, and I don't even know how to read music or whatever. <laughs> but, but it's a really, really good track. And again, another heavy, killing, crushing bass line. Like that sound is so good. Yeah, I heart- heartily agree with you with your assessment of the situation. 
yeah, I dig, I, I dig so much about the that last bit of the song that uh, not that the beginning of it is unpleasant to listen to. It's just not like, <laughs> yeah, it's not my jam. But then it it, the, it makes it so worth it when it all when it all comes together there. Right. If it, it almost feels like a big payoff. Yeah. You know, when you you watch a movie, you read a book, you play a game, and struggle, 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 and then you get that big payoff for the audience, and it's like sonically this great payoff. Yeah, I like that. Well done. Ah. <laughs> well said. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up we have uh, the stage 6-2 theme. This will be the last regular stage theme we'll listen to uh, on today's episode. It's called Cadbury. I don't think it has anything to do with the delicious cream eggs, but... <laughs> oh, man. I love that commercial. I know. I don't love the cream eggs, though. I'm never gonna no, I don't either. Oh, my God. It's so great to know that someone else doesn't. People my fawn all over them, and I'm like, meh. Eventually, they made the caramel one, and I was like, yes. okay, this is like a giant Rolo. I'm into that. But <laughs> Hell, yeah. Love Rolos. Oh, they're Ooh. so good. I'm going to treat myself with one today. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Let's dive into Cadbury Stage 6-2 from Gimmick. Enjoy. Cadbury from uh, Gimmick. <laughs> um, this song, I, I can't help it, sounds so much like the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of Higher Ground by Stevie Wonder. And again, <laughs> in the best possible way, because I love, I love Stevie Wonder's version. There's nothing wrong with the classic. The Red Hot Chili Peppers took that classic and they just stepped it up in the best possible like funk way. And they just did such a great job with it, too. This song is so reminiscent of that. And I, so, therefore, it immediately has high regard in my my book, as far as I'm concerned. Um, it has the right swing to it. The The leads are just perfect. I don't know. They're, they're really great for this tune. 
I really like this a lot. Yeah, I feel like you can really hear his like jazz influence in here. You, you know? know, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to say that kind of earlier, but I thought maybe it was a little too soon to say it. I wanted to kind of get an idea for everything else that was created, and I have to agree. Definitely, there's um, it's it's no wonder, you know, the pursuit in jazz music was, you know, on his to-do list. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I rather rather like that one. The the fuzzy bass does get to be a lot in this one. Um, that specific bass sound that Sunsoft like to use is pretty unwieldy, but I think they <laughs> they they wielded it quite expertly in this soundtrack and this song in particular. So good on you. I gotta be honest with you, man. Like, I listened to this bass sound, and I kind of wish I had that tone when I was playing, like, with whatever bands I was in. I think the last band I was in, it might have really, like, landed. I don't know. Just just a random thought. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's move on to the next track. Um, this one is Strange Memories of Death. This is an interesting track because it was unused in the original release, huh. um, so I wanted to throw it in here. It did eventually get turned into the continue theme for the arcade port for the X Arcadia or whatever the heck that thing is called. <laughs> uh, so that's neat that this uh, unused track wound up getting repurposed, but um, I think it's a cool tune and the fact that it got you know was still on the cartridge and just got ripped into this you know these online soundtracks you can find uh, to- totally legally, by the way. Uh, that it's a uh, it's it's really neat. <laughs> and speaking of legally, this uh, this is getting the uh, Sunsoft just announced that in addition to this coming out on modern platforms, the soundtrack's getting pressed to vinyl. Ooh! So this is definitely one on my uh, on my Christmas list. I'll be picking this game up on vinyl without a doubt. I love this soundtrack. But anyway, this is Strange Memories of Death. Enjoy. memories of death and there's no way that was originally designed as a continued theme because <laughs> that that's that has stage theme written all over it i freaking love that tune there's no question about it that's that's definitely a, a level that didn't get used and that's a shame i mean to your point it's great that it got um sort of resurrected which is ironic because it's about death <laughs> but it's good to see that that did not go to waste that is such a great piece of music the the first, or the, I guess it's the second portion of the song, where they um, they kind of have that inter- that like just a snare drum mm-hmm. 
and everything kind of plays around it brilliant it's so brilliant like the dynamic in that alone is just to me worth the price of admission that's a really great that's like that's my favorite part of the song in a song that i absolutely love yeah it's it's got such a good energy to it it's so 80s <laughs> there's like, definitely I say 80s action movie right like there's there's, there's definitely some synth wave um influences there Mm-hmm. with uh right after that part i was just talking about and it's it so they're doing it again they they write this he writes this verse and then he has this chorus of this big sweeping stuff and it's in those sweeping passages that you get a lot of that synthwave stuff where it's just the synths like you know and then you have those lead tones just kind of noodling about which is just fantastic it's very like end of an action movie sequence, you know. Like it's it's definitely last stage in the game fine kind of music to me. That's that's the, the the feeling that I get from it. And like I said, I haven't played the end of this game in a long time. I'm basing this information on where I was gathering uh, some information about the songs themselves. So if this actually is originally used in the game in some point that I'm just completely wrong about, please let me know. But I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. This was an unused track that then got repurposed for the continue music when you play the arcade game, which isn't just reusing this, the the NES stuff. It's it's new instruments and whatnot. It sounds really mm. wild. I wish I could. I wish there was a good rip of it somewhere for me to um, properly give it a listen. Because right now there's like a couple of gameplay videos on YouTube of showing off a exact mix, which is it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing because it's like. They barely did anything to the graphics in the most part, but then some places they did. But uh, the music was just a, a full overhaul, and it's really wild sounding. But anyway, mm. <laughs> Strange Memories of Death, fantastic song. Uh, we got a few left for you. Uh, the next two tracks are different uh, boss themes. So uh, this is the regular boss theme called Aporia. I can just assume that that's the name of one of the bosses in the game. I don't know. But uh, some of the bosses later in the game have multiple phases, and so when you get to the second phase, the music changes. It's really effective when it does it, but um, this is your standard boss theme, Aporia, enjoy. music from gimmick and you know how much we love good boss music here i think that totally fits in that uh that category i was just about saying this is there's no shortage here yeah mm, love it this um you know I, I if you've been listening for a while you know me i like the darker things i i like them a little scary and and so forth but this this has the earmark of great boss battle because it's it's got enough in intention. Uh, I think it gives it gives you know enough. Um, what's the word? It gives enough presence 
to let you know, like, you know, as if the big thing in front of you wasn't enough to let you know that you're fighting a boss. Um, this gives enough presence to say, like, this is a boss battle. You should probably perk up a wee bit for this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I appreciate that. And on top of it, it's just a great composition. Um, I haven't said anything about the uh, instrument choices, but I think now's a great time. I love just about every single uh, instrument chosen for this entire soundtrack. It just works so well in concert. See what I did there? <laughs> anyway, um, it, it really comes together just splendidly, honestly. Yeah, it's... um. I feel like the boss battles don't typically last this long either, so like right. the fact that the song keeps going and continues to be as good as good as it is is almost unnecessary, but like you just you you just gotta love it when composers go hard like that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we went horde. So uh this next one is called Identity Believer, and this is um You'll, you'll fight a boss and you'll think you have it licked and then a second phase comes in and it's it's neat how it works like that where a lot of boss battles are just like one continuous thing the phases just are just kind of really keep on coming there's a bit of a pause in between the phases in this if I'm rem remembering right and uh, this is the music that plays when a second phase happens with a boss uh, and it's pretty darn good so here is Identity Believer identity believer and one of the things i love so much about this is the way it works next to aporia like it's such a it's a different kind of intensity right yeah. it's like it's almost less intense in some ways but more in others and as a companion piece to that previous one it's it does such a great job of throwing you kind of off balance of like well, I thought this was as intense as it gets but now there's <laughs> this and it's a totally different kind of vibe song but it, it absolutely works I, I think it's i think it's brilliant I, I couldn't agree with you more you use the word companion piece or the words companion piece and they're that's perfect it certainly is a companion piece of the the track that came before it um you know you you're you're a big fan of like music kind of being off tempo especially during boss battles and stuff to kind of keep you guessing and stuff and the fact that kind of the overall vibe of this is, is slightly different from the track before it and the fact that you know this boss has you know this isn't even my final form and you know <laughs> gives you its second form and you know you're already battered and probably weak from the first fight and now you gotta get back in there you know the whole like oh this it it works as a it's the, it's the total package you know as far as second phases of bosses go yeah it's uh yeah, I think I said pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm trying to think of other ways to reiterate, nah. but no, nah, it's that 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 that's exactly it. It really is a total package. It does exactly what it needs to do, and it's a it's a darn catchy tune on top of it. Again, making excellent use of the instruments that they had at their disposal. Like, mm -hmm. I just it's it's they did such a wonderful job of of making this music sound like it had such depth. Uh, it's really just really such an impressive feat for the Famicom. So. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to our last track of the day. Uh, it's called Long Tomorrow. This is the music that plays during the final, final boss, where you're fighting the realistic proportion due to the lightsaber. Um, <laughs> this weird game. I'm not. I don't know what else to say. But this cool. This cool tune. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Long Tomorrow, final boss. Here you go. 
that is Long Tomorrow, the final boss theme from Gimmick. And I like how this one focuses less on intensity and more on coolness. Um, <laughs> like, it's definitely less overtly intense than the other two versions of the boss right. theme. But as, like, a follow-up to those two pieces, it's like, all right, this is the final push. This, this, this is it. And... This guy's going to be doing all these weird flips and stuff with a lightsaber, and you're a cute little green dude with giant bug eyes throwing stars. Uh, we're going to make this work. It's going to be cool, and you're going to like it. <laughs> and uh, you know what? It freaking worked. It worked on me. That's all that matters. <laughs> At least I th theoretically, it'll work on me. I've never actually fought him before, but I thought it was really cool when I watched a YouTube video of it, and I can't <laughs> wait to get there myself. Uh, I do. Ju I, th I think the piece is, is great. It's... um. It's more of the same kind of style that we've been listening to this whole soundtrack. It, you know, it fits in like a glove. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's beautifully complex, right where it needs to be. It just it just hits all the right notes. It's wonderful. Um, I I love. First of all, I love the idea of like, you know, I I, I at the top of the show I said like, oh, it's a real jerk move. It's like now go beat the game for real, and you're like, but it just did. But I I do love the idea of like, if you're studious, if you pay attention. You know, you get this reward again. The payoff, right, for the uh, for the audience member. Um, Sonically, is another great track. I think everything I've heard has just been excellent. The whole shebang from start to finish that we've listened to, right? Um, I agree with you. It isn't as intense uh, as some of the stuff we've listened to in the past, and even the last two tracks, as far as boss fights are concerned. Um, I think. I think it fits right in there, like you said, with the mm -hmm. rest of the soundtrack as a whole, um, which is great because, you know, sometimes you get those soundtracks and they have like one track that's just way left of center. And you're like, are, are you even I think you're in the wrong soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack you're looking for is over there. Um, and, you know, this very easily could have been that because, you know, what you're saying sounds like where the hell did this guy with a lightsaber come from, right? Uh, and the track very easily could have been that too, but it's not. And and like thank, thank, uh, oh, thank my lucky stars. Um, I, I just pulled a Jeff Goldblum. Uh, uh, thank my uh, uh, yes, <laughs> lucky stars. Um, so anyway, uh, another brilliant piece of music, right? Instrumentation, I just love it. Like the drums are great. They have that like cool little like lead-in fill you know and then you know it stays pretty what's the word pretty regular but like again it goes back to the sound the quality of drums they were using it just it all just works really really well yeah love it love 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 <laughs> cut it print it let's yep. do it again that's it uh but yeah that is actually it um that's gonna yeah. that's gonna ramp it up for uh Season two, <laughs> episode one. <laughs> Sounds yeah, weird yeah. to say, right? Yeah, it's 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 not season two. We we can't we can't break no. up this at this point. No, um, no, I love it. I love it. Um, this is a great soundtrack, and I'm glad to have uh, gotten back in the chair to do this. Shake the rust off with a good uh, good Mr. Gimmick. Can't wait to play this game again. <laughs> oh boy! Overall, lovely soundtrack. Sorry for the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely soundtrack, lovely game, and yeah, that's uh, that's gonna wrap it up. That is our show. Uh, unless you have any final thoughts on the uh, soundtrack as a whole. Um, I mean, apart from as always, you know, thank you for putting this in front of me and and letting me experience this. I never heard of this game. I probably never will until maybe it gets uh, you know, the the release across the board. But um, I'm I I really enjoyed it. I I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Glad to, glad to hear it. All right, that that wraps it up for us. Join us next time when it will be Matt's pick. Matt, what are we listening to next month? So a lot of the times uh, I'm tasked with picking a game, and if nothing sticks out, I him and haw, and I don't know what to do, and then I rack my brain and nothing comes up. And then I forget that we have a list. Chris has made a list. And I have might have said it before, but it is my personal crusade to whittle that list down. So I, I scanned the list, and immediately this game popped up at me, and I said, "This we have to do this. So my pick for next time is going to be Mario Kart 64. Yeah! That's awesome. Um, yep. I'm stoked for, for that one. I like it. There's a lot of, a lot of good songs in that one, and that's 
Not something I can say about a lot of Nintendo 64 games that I genuinely like their soundtracks, but Mario yes. Kart 64's got some got some classic bangers, as the kids would say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop, <laughs> as the kids say. Oh, is that what they say? Yeah, it's yeah. a bop. Well, that that might have been like at the top of the year. It might be out now. I don't know. Oh well. I, I think banger's up. still in fashion though. <laughs> Bangers and mash will always and mash. be fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always be in mashing. Uh, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to hear Matt and me discuss non-video game music, we're starting a brand new show, as you probably heard at the beginning of this episode, called Turning Tracks. We'll be recording our first episode next week, so if that sounds interesting to you, head over to geekade.com next week and give it a listen. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Aid Discord channel, in which we have a Waveback chat, where we frequently discuss all manner of fun stuff related to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. And we also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback over on Facebook. Go figure. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. Waveback and other Geekade podcasts are made possible thanks to the Geekade Patreon page. There, patrons can get access to a monthly podcast topic reporting schedule and get early access to most of Geekade's shows, including this one and more. And if you've enjoyed our podcast over the year, over the years, follow the link in our <laughs> description and give it a look. We really appreciate it. And finally, as always, be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at Geekade.com. Uh, Matt, do you have anything to plug before we uh, close this out? Um... Not at the moment, but I am working on a podcast with a good friend of mine for any of you who are uh, Dungeons & Dragons fans or tabletop role-playing fans. We're creating a new podcast where um, he's a seasoned veteran of being a Dungeon Master storyteller. Uh, I just dove in you know, a couple years ago. So we, we like to joke and call the show Anecdotes with a Chance of uh, Advice. So it's basically two dungeon masters uh, talking about particular topics and questions that come up in all the forums that we see. It's our take on things, and, you know, it's an attempt at me learning from him and him learning from me. So maybe by the end of the year, we've we've been recording episodes on and off and really kind of looking at them and seeing if that's we like the format and stuff. So when uh, when the time gets closer, I'll certainly... Uh, make mention of it and uh, we'll take it from there cool beans well uh, in that case uh, we're going to leave you tonight with well today we're going to leave you whenever you're listening to this uh, <laughs> we're going to leave you a, right now right now uh, yeah. it's called good night take two uh, this is the good ending to the game and it's a it's a nice little tune good way to send things out so enjoy it and we'll see you back here in a month or uh, we'll see you on turning tracks in a couple of weeks thanks for listening everybody have a good one